This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The new White House Sign Language Interpreter. Today's interpreter, Heather, is joining us. Her connections to Trump. So what is she doing at the White House? Then, face mask confusion. He says one's enough. He says two. Should we really wear three masks? And TV's Dr. Drew, his big revelation. I am technically a long hauler now. He says he can't shake COVID-19. I'm irritable, I'm moody, I'm ringing in my ears. Plus, it wasn't the vaccine. What really caused baseball great Hank Aaron's sudden death? And dirty dancing disaster. She was trying to recreate the iconic movie scene. I was checking that I could use all my fingers and my toes. How to do it safely. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The Biden White House says it aims to be more inclusive, and that includes having a sign language interpreter for press briefings. But they might want to do a bit more research on who they hire. The first signer they had, a woman introduced as Heather, turns out had connections to former President Trump. The addition of a sign language interpreter to the White House press briefings was hailed as groundbreaking. Starting today, we will have an ASL, an American Sign Language interpreter, for our daily press briefings. But the choice of interpreter has many people scratching their heads today. Today's interpreter, Heather, is joining us virtually. Turns out, Heather Mishaw is a big-time Trump supporter. That's Heather wearing a MAGA hat, signing along to Trump's signature song, YMCA, for this tribute video. Mishaw runs a conservative group of sign language interpreters called Hands of Liberty. Her organization provides free sign language services for right-wing activists and has been banned by Facebook for violating community standards. Joe Biden, you will never be my president. Some in the deaf community are outraged and have started a petition to get her ousted. Remove Heather Mishaw from the White House. The White House used a different interpreter today. No word if Heather Mishaw will be back. Meanwhile, Trump's former top economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, has landed a new job on the Fox Business Channel. And the late night comics seem to be having a tough time moving on from Trump. A week after Biden took office, they're still making Trump jokes. We've still got a few loose ends from the last administration. We got to clear up, like inciting a murderous mob to attack the Congress and overthrow democracy. Just bits and bobs, you know, dust bust it. Speaking of the former president, sources in touch with Trump have said he's, quote, bored out of his mind. 
Well, he was already out of his mind, so I guess now he's just bored. <laughs> On a serious note today, the Department of Homeland Security issued a national terrorism alert warning that domestic terrorists, domestic extremists, could stage another attack in the coming weeks. The department says they are emboldened after that siege on the Capitol, but that right now there is no evidence of any specific plot. And these folks are called COVID long haulers. It has nothing to do with trucking. These are people who continue to suffer the ill effects of COVID-19 months after they came down with the disease. Now TV's Dr. Drew Pinsky says he's one of them. Jim Murray with details. Famed TV doctor Drew Pinsky still isn't over COVID-19, just the opposite. I am technically a long hauler now. He's part of a growing number of COVID long haulers wrestling with debilitating and often strange symptoms weeks, even months after the infection. I'm irritable. I'm moody. I have ringing in my ears. I have fogginess. I have trouble concentrating. If people give me a series of sequence of commands, I, I can't even can't even hear them really and then on top of that i'm intermittently short of breath even as we talked he was still coughing Drew, first of all <laughs> fatigue is another big issue if i could just go back to a normal level of activity this would not be so disabling but as it is i just am forced to lie down after every hour or two when you talk about brain fog are you having trouble just focusing minute to minute or is it is it in spurts it is as though my brain fatigues and i'm just sort of unable to go further then i have trouble sort of concentrating literally colors kind of get dull i feel a fullness in my head it's a very very strange feeling dr drew now entering the sixth week of his affliction is far from alone Liz Stern of New York has seen her life turned upside down after being diagnosed with COVID almost a year ago. And I call it a roller coaster because I never know how I'm going to feel one day from the next. Liz is 46 and a mom of three. Fatigue is a problem for her. Sometimes I have to, in the middle of a meeting, like I'll say I'll have to get off the Zoom now, but I'll get back on in a little bit if I feel like my energy getting really low. She also suffers from brain fog. I could be having a conversation with you and literally just forget what I'm saying. Imagine being sick for a whole year. 31-year-old Charlie McCone was a great athlete before he got COVID last March. I have not been on run. I have not been on my bike since, you know, the day before I got sick. His most challenging problem, shortness of breath. I'm sitting here and I can still feel it. It's the relentlessness of this thing that is so surprising. It just every day is Groundhog's Day. But the little bit of improvements that, you know, you cling to the hope. And week to week, it is better. Wow. Really tough. One year into the pandemic, most people are frankly just as confused as ever about the best way to stay safe, which is the best mask to wear. Do you wear one mask? Do you wear two? One study even suggests wear three of them. Megan Alexander tries to clear up the confusion. One, two, three. How many masks should you be wearing? Dr. Fauci says two is the way to go. If you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on, it just makes common sense that it likely would be more effective. But former acting director of the CDC, Dr. Richard Besser says, nope, one is all you need. I'm not a double masker. I, I am a big pusher for everyone to wear one mask. However, if you want the most protection, a study by researchers at Virginia Tech found three is the magic number. This is all leading to a lot of confusion for people with no right answer. I spoke with infectious disease epidemiologist Dr. Anne Ramoyne from UCLA's School of Public Health. How many masks should we wear? 
it's less about how many masks that you have on and more about how well are you able to protect yourself from spreading the virus or catching the virus. So this is really about making sure that you have adequate filtration. Which is why there is a renewed push for people to wear medical grade N95 masks. As of yesterday, anyone can buy them on Amazon. We found a pack of 50 for under $60. Those effective N95 masks that are on sale on Amazon won't be in stock until February 7th. And we should point out the CDC still recommends that those masks be conserved for health care workers. There is some important news today about the death of baseball legend Hank Aaron. The coroner's report reveals the beloved icon died of natural causes. The 86-year-old Hall of Famer had just recently been given the COVID vaccine, and officials stress that had nothing to do with his passing. Here's Stephen Fabian. Baseball legend Hank Aaron was laid to rest today amid uproar over false claims linking his death to the COVID-19 vaccine. The 86-year-old Hall of Famer was vaccinated on January 5th. He died in his sleep 18 days later. Anti-vaxxers like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. are pouncing on the coincidence. Kennedy posted, Hank Aaron's tragic death is part of a wave of suspicious deaths among elderly closely following administration of COVID vaccines. But the Fulton County Medical Examiner in Georgia says Hammer and Hank passed away from natural causes, completely unrelated to the vaccine. And there was some, because he was very public about getting a vaccination, and people were concerned that was reason for his passing, Hank Aaron, but it was natural causes. Aaron agreed to be vaccinated in public specifically to encourage other black people to get their shots. I feel quite proud of myself of doing something like this. You know, it's just, just a small thing that can help zillions of people. Other civil rights activists were vaccinated the same day. Despite a vaccine shortage across the USA, some foreign tourists are managing to get shots. This 73-year-old Mexican TV host posted his vaccination in Florida on YouTube, bragging, already vaccinated, thanks USA. And the mother of an Argentine TV personality flew to Miami for the vaccine. Travel company executive Martin Firestone. There are hundreds of my clientele that have definitely gone down, but overall out of Canada, probably thousands of people who are taking advantage of the fact that they can get the vaccine once they arrive in Florida. This guy from Colorado was so desperate for a vaccine for his 93-year-old father, he took to the streets. Trying to get the vaccine from my dad. You have any connections? Reach out. Fortunately, Art Silk was able to find a shot for his dad, Bill, at a vaccination center outside Denver. We got the last shot at a uh, pharmacy here in Denver. Last shot and they closed up. Good for him. There are still four days left in January, but already this is the deadliest month yet of the pandemic. More than 80,000 Americans have died of COVID. It is one of those classic, iconic movie moments, the lift in the movie Dirty Dancing. And unless you're like Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey, professionals who are well-rehearsed, don't try it at home, something this couple learned the hard way. Here's Amber Cagliano. It's a classic movie scene, that awesome lift at the end of the 1987 hit movie, Dirty Dancing. Over the years, it has become one of Hollywood's most copied scenes, sometimes with disastrous results. (laughs) 
played for laughs in this commercial for United Healthcare. This video clip has just gone viral and it's horrifying to watch. Millie Slenet is the 25-year-old woman who took the awful spill. Fortunately, she's absolutely fine. We were all just having a really great time. We decided to do a dirty dancing competition. At the peak of our lift, I was like, we did it, like we nailed it. Oh my God, we got this. And then, yeah, as I said, like 100% on me, I overshot transferred my weight too far into my upper body. The person videotaping stops immediately. An ambulance was summoned. The first thing I did was like I rolled to my side and I was checking that I could use all my fingers and my toes. I am so lucky and I, I, yeah, I still look at that video and I don't really understand how I'm sitting here completely fine. So is the lift from Dirty Dancing even something that should be attempted? Is there any safe way to do it? Should anybody try this at home? Uh, I'm going to say no to that. <laughs> we enlisted dancers Lauren Yolongo Grant and Christopher Grant to show us. And it's not just knowing how to get up. It's also the up can be sometimes easy, but you have to know how to safely get back down to the floor. And I just had to give it a try. Okay, good job, but do not do this at home, people. We don't want to be responsible for you getting hurt. And if you are a fan of Dirty Dancing, Good news. A sequel is in the work. Jennifer Grey will be starring. Patrick Swayze, of course, died back in 2009 of pancreatic cancer. You may have seen those steamy new bikini photos of Elizabeth Hurley. One TV personality speculated that her teenage son took them. Well, now that guy is apologizing. And you might get a chuckle when you learn who was actually behind the camera. He's sorry. I want to apologize to Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, I um, think quite right, too. Yeah, you were no, very unpleasant to her yeah, yesterday. Yeah, very sorry. That's what Piers Morgan is saying today. After suggesting actress Elizabeth Hurley's son took these sexy photos in the snow, leaving little to the imagination. One, you could think she looks great. She does She look does. Great. Yeah. She looks great. But also, 55. No, she's getting, not. Getting your 19-year-old son to take the pictures. The 55-year-old actress fired back, saying, far be it from me to suggest the tabloids get their facts muddled, but these pics were in fact taken by my 80-year-old mother. But even with his apology, Piers Morgan still isn't buying it. She's how old? Christy Brinkley stuns in this birthday selfie on vacation in Turks and Caicos. Check out her flawless abs. It's hard to believe the supermodel is about to turn 67. In eight days, it's going to be Groundhog's Day, and I'll be turning 50 for the 17th time. Pretty funny, Christy. And check out who's on the Drew Barrymore show today. It's Deborah talking all things gratitude. I know gratitude is such a big thing for you. Yeah. The gist of, of what got me hooked on gratitude was I'd always heard that if you see it, you can be it. Well, I see myself 10 pounds lighter, but if I don't do something, <laughs> it won't happen. Deborah also sticks around for the Drew's news segment. We could be a band. Okay. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> Thanks to everybody at the Drew show. It was a blast to be on. Next, she wanted a baby, so she turned to Facebook. They've fathered scores of kids. It's 35, 17 that I know of. The Facebook generation and circle of love. Why these neighbors banded together to show her she's not alone. There is love out there. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. 
$10,000 for a COVID-19 vaccine? Next, in some edition, this man is charging us 10 grand for a COVID shot appointment, 20,000 for two. He says it's going to charity. You're selling the appointment for thousands of dollars. You know, how how yeah. can you justify that? Inside Edition investigates, then restaurant obits. They're dying just like people during the pandemic. Next, in some edition. You can find a group for just about anything on Facebook. And if you're looking for a sperm donor to have a baby, Jim Ray says, yep, there's a group for that. This woman is one of many across the country yeah. who decided to find a sperm donor, not at a sperm bank, but on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. And here are some of the guys she could pick from. By a show of hands, how many of you have fathered more than one child? Turns out, a lot more. It's 35, and then another five on the way. 17 that I know of. About um, 32. Since the COVID outbreak, sperm banks have seen a sharp drop in male donors for fear of contracting COVID. 13,000 men and women have registered on this Facebook page that shares photos, educational backgrounds, and medical histories. They actually get to see their personality. They get to see, you know, talk to them about their education, their family history. It's really much more personal than a sperm bank. For me, it's about um, uh, a connection that I feel a good vibe. And what is it that women are looking for in a donor that makes them say, you're the guy? That's a really great question because it highlights one of the advantages of the groups is that um, women can uh, go and find the donor that they like the most. And when they make their pick, they'll say their location, and then a donor like me or someone in my group in Sperm Donation USA will reach out. They got my syringe, I got my cup, sterile cup. Mariana and her partner Amanda got their bundle of joy via the Sperm Donor USA Facebook page. Did it just take one attempt? Yes, actually. First time? Yeah. Kioma is now two years old. Kyle stays in touch with her like he does with all 35 of his children. I definitely did feel, you know, a little bit of a connection there. That's What'd you say? Huh? I know. I know? <laughs> you know what? You know that I made you? Donor dads helping out now on Facebook. So let's, uh, let's make some babies. <laughs> There are more than 9,000 people who are part of the Facebook Sperm Donors Group. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Still to come, Circle of Love. Why these neighbors banded together to show her she's not alone. There is love out there. In these trying times, a little kindness goes a very long way. A woman struggles to hold back tears. Got a circle of love, see? <laughs> Stacy Livingston is standing in what she calls a circle of love as a motorcade of neighbors drive by her house, showing their support. It just shows me that there is love out there and to be supported because I think it's all hitting me right now. The neighborhood drama started with this ring camera video. You can see a man walking up to Stacy's house. Then he starts singing racist slurs. Racial slurs were also spray painted on her driveway. He also allegedly cut her telephone and cable TV lines. 
How did it make you feel? I was absolutely terrified. The suspect turned out to be a neighbor of Stacy's in Frisco, Texas, outside Dallas. He was issued a criminal trespass warning. Now, in a demonstration of neighborly goodwill, they all gathered outside her home to show Stacy she is not alone. My neighbors have been amazing. Children drew signs of support with chalk, and then came the parade of cars. Nice to have some good news. When we come back, a very happy little girl. Finally today, a Marine comes home after being gone two long months on a pre-deployment exercise. And the reaction from his little girl is priceless. Dad! Dad! I miss you. I miss you, Dad. I miss you more. This is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you, Dad. <laughs> Daddy, meet Mommy. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you so much for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.